In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. And Jesus told them a parable to this end, that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Why do we pray? And why should we pray persistently? The woman in today's gospel passage persistently petitions the judge. Similarly, at morning and evening prayer, we pray through a list of names of those who are suffering in mind, body, or estate. Some of the names on the list have been there for over 10 years. We get to know the names well. And when I run into someone on the list, I will often remind them that the church prays for them every morning and every evening. The church prays for them persistently. But why do we do this? Why do Christians plead and petition an all-knowing God who knows our desires before we ask and already wants what's best for us? This isn't a new question, but a very old one. Origen of Alexandria in the 3rd century asked the same question. If God knows what we're going to ask, why bother to pray? If God is all-knowing, we may conclude that there's really only one prayer to be prayed. God, may thy will be done. Why should we petition our loving and all-knowing Father? Prayer is a school for transformation. God has ennobled us to offer to him the stuff of our lives our sick friends, our children, our car payment, so that he can transform it and give it back to us. God is looking for co-workers. He desires to work through us. And this is true of prayer. God has determined that our prayers are an avenue by which his loving influence will be felt in the world. When God brings about acts of healing or reconciliation, he has chosen that our prayers are going to be part of what causes them to happen. God does not need to work through us, but he has chosen to do so. God gives us the great dignity of participating in his plan for salvation. And it's by joining in his plan that we gradually grow to resemble his son. That certainly doesn't mean that God will give us everything we pray for. Just because God has granted us this power doesn't mean that he will answer all our prayers. As C.S. Lewis once reflected, even the holiest of all petitioners 
Jesus Christ, is denied three times that the cup should pass from him. We also remember St. Paul pleading with the Lord three times to remove the thorn Satan placed in his flesh. Christ did not remove it. He reminded St. Paul that his grace was sufficient. Some of our deepest and most authentic prayers will go unanswered in this life. Christ's answer to St. Paul will also have to suffice for us. My grace is sufficient for you. And for many of our prayers, we are thankful God didn't answer. We would live in a very frightening world if everyone's prayers were answered instantaneously. Our world would become a blooming, buzzing confusion. It would be a horrible place to live. We should thank God that he's so discerning with the great power he has given us. Jesus teaches us to call out to the Father with our needs. This is clear. But the ultimate goal of prayer is not getting the thing you prayed for, but an ever-deepening relationship with God. The Father is working to transform us into the image of his Son. And he does this through prayer. Jesus instructs his followers to address God in a different way. He tells us to call out to God as our Father. He tells us to talk to the Father as he did. This is where our transformation begins. When we talk to God as Christ did, we gradually begin to resemble Jesus. We begin to desire what Jesus desires. Our voice slowly begins to harmonize with the divine Son who lives inside of each of us. That's the true power of prayer. Not that we get everything we pray for, but in talking to the Father, we become increasingly like his Son. True prayer is when we completely soak up the will of God and submerge ourselves in his presence. True prayer acclimates us to our true home, and our true home is where Christ is fully present. Prayer prepares us to meet the Son face to face. Persistence in prayer is evidence of persistence in faith. John Stott, a well-known and devout Anglican priest, was asked towards the end of his life whether he had any regrets. He said he did. He said he wished he would have spent more time in prayer. I don't know exactly why Stott said this. Maybe as his life was coming to an end, he regretted not knowing better the one he was about to meet. I find Stott's regret a bit frightening because I'm confident that he prayed far more than most of us. I wonder if we will share his regret, if one day we will wonder why we didn't get to know Christ better, the only one who truly matters.
Origen gives us some practical advice on prayer. He says we should pray three times a day. He takes the psalmist's words literally. In the evening and morning and at noonday will I pray. He says we should begin every prayer with praise. We are to praise God before we petition him. Origen says that we can pray anywhere, but that doesn't mean prayer is a casual matter. Physical stillness and physical solitude matter. Kneel to pray. Let your body guide your mind. Origen also says that we should pursue a deeper quiet and that our souls should be at peace. We are to reconcile ourselves with our brothers and sisters and eliminate any strife that busies our mind. Being at peace is part of being ready to pray. Interestingly, he also says that generosity readies our mind for prayer. A generous life of giving loosens our attachment to things and allows us to refocus on God. Finally, Origen reminds us that prayer is always in Jesus rather than to Jesus. Christian prayer is about making ourselves empty so Christ can fill us. Rowan Williams, the former Archbishop of Canterbury, says this, The essence of prayer is to let Jesus pray in you and take you into the very heart of God the Father. This is where prayer leads. Prayer leads us into the heart of the Father. Prayer leads us home. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.